Uh, for my next driving game, I'm going to take Stardew Valley. <laughs> what the In fuck? Which... <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome, travelers of the digital soundscape. I am your host, Brian Keese, and this is Draft Punks, a show where we make lists about whatever we damn well please. We are back with a micro-machine-sized episode compared to our last one for you this week with Travis McGahee in the house. <laughs> yes, very good. Uh, Preston Wilkie is here. And now the the precedent has been set. Uh, Ryan Stabell. Vroom vroom. Oh. <laughs> See, oh. I wanted to hear like a a snow runner truck type. Noise. I don't know. I think. Uh, uh, oh, that's just spinning there. tires. Actually, that's, just... <laughs> that's a different game, Preston. <laughs> Those which you know. <laughs> I don't know. I like the vroom vroom. I think you both kind of just got got. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's taken us just over a month here to recover from that massive fantasy critic draft uh, that we did back in January. Speaking of which, Travis, uh, I know I kind of put you on the spot uh, about 20 minutes ago before we started recording. But as the once former commissioner, do you think you could give us a little update on the Fantasy Critic League that I'm definitely not asking for because I'm currently in first place? But that is why you're asking. That's a big part uh, of why I'm asking. Quite yeah. Clear, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got four people with a positive amount of points here, uh, and that would be Brian in first place, uh, leading by about three and a half points over one uh Chris Crypto Zookeeper Babino, uh, Mike Tarnished, Mike Tucker coming in at third, uh, behind Brian, again, we'll use Brian as the relative point because that's what he cares about, uh, behind by 12 points, and then Bob with a measly 5.32 points. But then we've got five people tied for fifth place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, one Holden Hints uh, is coming in in tenth place with minus seven point three three. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that, Brian? Oh wait, hold on. It's not uh, it's not like golf rules though, right? Like that's bad to have minus seven point three. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, as I look at Paul Benis games here, uh, he's got three games released. And two of them have negative Mm. uh, points, are worth negative points. uh, So, yeah, a recap for the listeners. What happened was, during our Fantasy Critic draft, we got to the counterpick round, and uh, when it was Holden's turn, he said something like this. It was like, uh, I don't know, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line sounds like a game for babies. It sounds sounds like a stupid baby game for babies. And so he uh, counterpicked it. Uh, and Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line took that personally. That's uh, at an 86. Yes. I think that's what Holden would call a classic hater mentality. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like that he has that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Holden, Holden just did such a wonderful impression of me on their Wasties episode. Uh, mm. So I wanted to return the favor. That's oh, all. so that's what this is actually. Yes, about. yes. All the love in the world to Holden. I got to just go visit him a couple weeks ago in Vegas. It was a great time. He showed us around town. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, Ryan actually has what's looking to be a heavy hitter coming out next uh, with the Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. Ryan, are you excited about that? Yes, I was so proud of Chris. This is my first time getting to come on after a representative of the new merger. Uh, you know, Chris got to do the draft for us this year. He did a wonderful mm-hmm. job. Very excited to see Castlevania. Uh, super excited that we got uh, Jedi Survivor in the first round. I just can't believe that uh, we were able to pick that up at the tail end of the first round there. Uh, very happy with our draft, yeah. Well, uh, awesome. I was uh, um, also shocked that you got that game into the first round. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the three out of the four of us on this podcast have zero points right now, so we don't have much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I, negative. I've, I've had a strong start, and I'm really excited because uh, I got to wash off the clown makeup finally. Advance Wars Reboot Camp does have a release date. It's next month. I'm very hyped. comes out a week before Ryan's Jedi Survivor. Um, so that plus Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we're looking for a strong quarter two as well um pretty excited definitely yeah definitely uh all right so ryan uh thank you again for joining us tonight um this is not the only podcast that you appear regularly on you are on a few (laughs) um but my favorite one that you host has to be gotta rank them all but sadly we are we are approaching the end it seems like I've yeah. got to rank them all. Um, can you give us a little update on the show and what your your plans are for the final list in the coming weeks? Nearing the end of an era for sure. We're at the final like five or six lists, roughly, if I remember right. Um, we've got upcoming soon a uh, a spoiler cast. We had one Holden Hints on. We just talked about him, lovely man, to uh, talk about Scarlet and Violet. It was a great time. Uh, but we'll be back to ranking right after that. We are so close. I uh, We have an idea for the final episode. That one might take a little, well, I guess, penultimate episode. Um, that might take a little bit longer because we're going to schedule a few guests in at the same time uh, for uh, uh, maybe our most contentious episode when Chris and I each pick some Pokemon to re-rank that we fe- feel have... Uh, either been done dirty or maybe got oh, a little no. bit more than they deserve <clears throat> this is how uh, a typhlosion gets in the top five isn't it this is how it happens okay no 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 i as long as typhlosion's <laughs> in the top 100 i will be happy with the list mm. again if he's below top 100 i will fight to bring him back into that mark um but i i do have a couple pokemon in mind uh and if you've been listening to the show long enough you could probably take some good educated guesses on stuff that i think uh, he's, uh, you know, maybe they're a little too loved or not quite loved enough for the list. Um, that's that's what we've been talking about for a little while. We're very excited. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, once we're out of Pokemon, the show's going to retire. We, we've talked about maybe something else, but uh, it'll Digimon. be back whenever more Pokemon comes out. Excellent. Yeah, looking forward to that. Absolutely. Um, and tonight we are uh, ranking things, in a sense, through our draft process. And... Uh, We've picked a, a topic that is very near and dear to Ryan's heart uh, for this one. But um, before we get to that, Preston, can you remind listeners or tell new listeners uh, exactly how the show works? Yeah, so we will draft things for a topic 
in a fantasy draft snake draft, each of us will get one pick over the course of five rounds, where we will start at one and go to four, and then four back to one. That's how snaking works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very and well then done. A- after we're done with that, we'll have our our drafted list of of picks. <laughs> Thank you, Preston. Did I explain that's that right? So that eloquent. So eloquent. So beautifully said. Beautifully done. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so the advantage to having that first overall pick is obviously you get the first pick at the top of the draft, and then you get the first pick in the final round. Um, and we usually let the winner of the previous episode take that, but because our previous episode was that fantasy critic draft, we randomized the entire list tonight with Ryan's help. And Travis... McGahee has come out with the top pick. Uh, I will be going second, Preston third, and Ryan kind of got himself because he's picking last. Uh, Some people love that spot. Some people like the the back-to-back, the two in a row, so we'll see how it goes for Ryan tonight. Um, But, Ryan, the topic tonight, again, like Mm. I said, you're very passionate about it, driving games. Very excited. Yeah, I... uh... I've been on a good few episodes with you guys, and this may be the one I'm most excited for, uh, because uh, if you've listened, you know I'm a car guy, so mm-hmm. this is near and dear to my heart. Honestly, I'm very happy almost going last, because it'll help me make decisions based on what you guys are going to pick, because sure. I maybe have too many options for the lists I want to draft tonight. <laughs> See, yeah, you say lists. How many lists have you created? How many tabs? Oh, well, there's the open? arcade list, the simulator list, the ones I love list, the ones if I wanted to win list. The ones that's kind of a bit list. There's there's a lot of potential lists. <laughs> and Brian, yeah. how many lists do you have? Uh, ooh, barely one. Um, <laughs> speaking of, of how excited Ryan was for us to do driving games, Travis and I are excited that this is driving games and not uh, car games or something else a little more <laughs> yeah. specific. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, car game car games would also work for me. True, very true. Uh, actually, <laughs> so uh, we will not hold the audience in suspense any longer. With that being said, Travis, you are on the clock with the first pick. What do you got? Uh, I so I get to take the first thing that came to my mind when I thought of driving <laughs> games, and that is Star Wars Episode One Racer. The one game that the Nintendo 64 controller really feels created for. Mm -hmm. When you plug two in and you control each engine with one controller, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that was the way to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, everything about this game, the the narrator saying it's a new lap record was, uh, you know, actually the best reason ever to get a lap record was just to hear that. Uh, I I felt like it had really cool customization and like going to the shop or like checking out the junkyard to find parts that like had slight issues and of course you'd just repair them. But when I was a kid, I didn't really understand that. Uh, but my favorite thing about Star Wars Episode Run Racer is the sense of speed that it conveys. Yeah. Um, like you really feel like you're going super fast, and some of those late tracks are extremely difficult um especially to somebody who doesn't understand how to use brakes in a driving game like why why would you use those um when you could just drive better right yeah uh, 
this one was this one was very high on my list. Would probably have been my first round pick as well. Uh, I gotta say, it does feel great to play on the N sixty four. But if you give me the arcade cabinet version where oh, you sit yeah. in Anakin's pod and they actually have the two uh, thrusters to to push forward to drive, and then you pull one back to turn left or pull the other back to turn right. Uh, so much fun as a kid and uh, got to play it actually last week. A new barcade Ooh. opened up in Olympia, uh, not too far from my home. Uh, shout out, Legends Arcade. We went for the grand opening night and I got to sit in and play through uh, tattooing on, on Star Wars Episode One Racer and it was it was still dope AF. <laughs> so. The the Boonta. Yes, the Boonta Eve very classic. Nice. Yes. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> um question though is this a driving game or a uh, a hover game i also had a question uh, about this okay <laughs> do y'all not care about the sanctity of this show oh <laughs> preston the sanctity of this show is that we say things like driving game and do not elaborate mm-hmm. that's yeah. the sanctity i would allow this show. Okay, I mean, Ryan's the guest, so I feel like his vote counts three (laughs) times over anyway. Yeah, Um, Which is why my first pick is going to be Wii Golf. Wii Golf. Nice! Yes. Classic. (laughs) There were some golf games on my bit list, yeah. Classic (laughs) driving game. Uh, I told you you were going to be mad, Preston. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Wow. Elaborate. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, if you think about some of the, the classic games that involve driving you know your gtas uh really driving only makes up about you know 10 15 percent of the game but in golf it's like one out of every four shots so i would argue that you're driving more in golf than you are uh in some of those other games that are probably going to be picked tonight uh my only argument would be if you're good at the game because if you're bad then you're driving one in every like 15 20 (laughs) (laughs) uh well i i can't say i'm the best as evidenced by our uh (laughs) draft punks open that we held a year and a half ago that that title goes to the pearson brothers for sure um but i'm good i'm good enough that uh, i think we can qualify it here so uh but we golf you know and then the nintendo we uh first came out with that we sports collection um it was just really such a great showcase for how those motion controls work um i think bowling is probably the standout still from from that game um, but for me, as a huge golf nerd and as a fan of the sport, um, that was the one I always wanted to play. Um, like the overswing and the bar will kind of wiggle at the end and your shot will go left or right. Um, it was just always super fun for me. So I absolutely love Wii Golf. Uh, if you go on a cruise ship still to this day, you can usually find the cruise director doing like a Wii Golf tournament at some point during the week on board because they haven't updated their consoles since, uh, 2009. Um, but yeah, it's just a classic game. I love Wii Golf, and uh, it's one of my favorite ways to drive with the uh, Wii Golf motion controls. Okay, so it wasn't until about halfway through your explanation that the pun actually even clicked for me. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> so... you're using your driver off the tee. Now I Preston. agree yeah. with your pick. Whenever I was thinking for some reason you were talking like driving a golf you could cart. drive the golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> and that was why you were calling it a driving game. Oh, so my uh, all right. That's good. Um thank you. I appreciate you. And uh because you were so forgiving there, I will pass it along to you for the third pick. 
I feel like this was weird fake out from Ryan, but I'm gonna go with it anyways right off the rip. Cruising USA. Very uh, good game on my list. Uh, Very USA good game. instead of Exotica. I mean. Cruising USA was just like the one that I played as a kid. It had the most yeah, nostalgia but, behind it. But that arcade cabinet doesn't go cruising exotica. You know, it goes I mean? cruising, yeah. That's yeah. all I remember from that part. <laughs> I think it, it but, probably says USA. Cruising <laughs> USA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was a big part of our childhood. Whenever, whenever we would go to this place called Willie's that's near our house, it had they had an arcade cabinet. Um, it was like an ice house. So it was always asking for quarters, going and playing Cruising USA. And then when my friend got a Nintendo 64, uh, it was going over to his house. And that alongside Harvest Moon 64 were like two of my first all-nighters of just playing this constantly over and over and over and over again and it was fantastic uh it doesn't hold up i'm sure uh uh i mean you still see it in arcades everywhere like it's it's a fun game still to go play um the the physics definitely don't hold up like the crashes <laughs> in that game are very bad um but it's fun. It's it's one of those ones that's uh, like once you really get to know the arcade game well too. There's like little Easter eggs and secret paths you can yeah. take and stuff that are really cool. And um, I think that was my first experience with having like the secret paths where if you knew you know you take a left at this turn up here instead of a right, then you're gonna get a little shortcut. That was one of the first times I ever experienced it. And then of course hitting the um, pedal twice whenever you go over ramp to do a flip, always fun. Always satisfying. Absolutely. Um, all right. I think that's a great pick. Ryan, was that on one of your lists? Your arcade that list, was perhaps? That was on the arcade list. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He um, uh, brought it up to Rob last night, mm -hmm. thinking I couldn't hear him because I had walked away from the desk, but I have my Bluetooth headphones Preston. on. I know you have Bluetooth headphones. Oh. It was big. <laughs> oh, a little, a little gamesmanship. A little gamesmanship. <laughs> uh but yeah it, it it was already on my list and it was already really high on on my list yeah. just fantastic nostalgia game yeah no it's a great pick because everyone can have a relationship with the arcade version you know everyone probably hopped in that once when they were going to the movies as a kid yes yeah. that is the like uh movie theater arcade starter pack uh it's cruising <laughs> yeah. usa it's some kind of on rails shooter game um every theater had it area 51 for sure yeah area 51 or yep. like dino crisis or yeah <laughs> something like that uh all right ryan you've got two in a row all right so that also the reason i did that preston is because now i get to make the list of games i love very easily <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm a big car guy i'm gonna gush a little bit here these first two picks probably our top 10 games I've poured the most hours into in my life. First pick being SnowRunner, uh, which what? I think we all knew was happening. <laughs> uh, I absolutely adore this game. This is Logistics in the Wilderness, the video game. You, uh, you're in a post-apocalypse. That's the only reasonable explanation. You never see any other human being in this game other than yourself. So the only explanation is post-apocalypse who is slowly rebuilding civilization. 
by driving supplies from one place to another in 20 inch deep mud in a semi and it's just calming it's relaxing it's not the most exciting game but if you want a game that you can kind of just relax after a hard day at work listen to a podcast or watch a youtube video uh and feel rewarded because you're getting things done even if it's slow progress god snow runner just scratches all those little itches it feels so good i've got like 350 hours and i haven't even finished all the dlc before they just released new dlc again like last week and there's another year plan still that's an insane amount of hours um <laughs> how many why, hours do you have in valorant brian uh no comment um <laughs> so so my question here ryan is uh why yeah. why haven't you given up the locksmith life yet to go become a long-haul trucker <laughs> uh uh it's harder to game when you're a long-haul trucker very fair good point very fair right. good you point. come home every night when you're locksmith <laughs> yeah you just um, have your rig in your sleeper cab though <laughs> uh, Drive one of them Tesla trucks. I, I i did watch you stream this game once for about 45 minutes and the entire 45 minutes was you had gotten just like barely stuck on the side of the road and it took you that long to like figure out just exactly how to winch it and go back and get another truck so you could pull that truck out and then return that truck and then come back and get back and you're and I was just like, oh, my, I couldn't do it. I, <laughs> I, I And I've, like, 100% completed, like, eight maps, nine maps. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I, I do completely understand how that could be zen for a person, um, but I would just be so frustrated. I get so angry if I have a flat tire uh, in real life, so having that <laughs> kind of stuff constantly happen to me in a game would be awful. <laughs> no, it's... It's for sure niche. I uh, it's not, <laughs> no. um, but I am glad this this is the studio's third attempt at a game. Their first one was Spin Tires, and then it was Mud Runner, and now Snow Runner. And this is the first one that really feels like a video game in a big sense. The first two kind of feel like proof of concepts for the physics engine behind the mud. Mm, um, okay, because this is the first time there's like campaigns and like true missions that kind of lead into one another and. So it's the most gamified one, which is why it's the one I've spent the most time in. But I have all three of them. I've been playing them since the PS3 era, if I remember correctly, is when Spin mm -hmm. Tires came out. Mm -hmm. um, um, now, one more question, Ryan. This is the driving games episode, but uh, this game is called Snow Runner. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's talking about the cocaine you're trafficking between uh, one place and another. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Uh, second pick, sir. <laughs> second pick. Gran Turismo 5. We all knew oh, wow. there was a Gran Turismo coming out. Uh, and I think there are arguments to be made for Gran Turismo 4. I think there are arguments to be made for Gran Turismo 2. Um, but I was a, not a PlayStation guy in that era, so I don't have any nostalgia for them. Gran Turismo 5 is the one that I have probably another three to 500 hours in. This is before consoles kept track of hours. But this is the game I would come home from after school and after work uh, and do the four to eight hour long endurance races and just go ham with the wheel. And like three, four nights a week, I would come home and do a four to eight hour long race. Uh, it feels mad, so good. Man. The car selection's phenomenal. It's the last Grinch. Like, there's no online only. Like, 
The new Gran Turismo don't even get me started. You can't really play it if it needs an update or your internet's down. There's no, it's so bare bones. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the car selection's great. The graphics are just good enough because it's that PS3 era where it doesn't look aged at all, even if it's not like top of the line, brand new looking graphics. Uh, it just, it hits so, mm, it hits all those comfort, nostalgia, racing bones to the point where I emulated PS3 on my PC so I can play Gran Turismo 5 and not have to play Gran Turismo 7 on my PS5. Okay. okay. Uh, I think the only uh, experience I, I've always wanted to like really get into a Gran Turismo game. I've played it a couple times at friends' houses throughout the years. Um, the most I ever played one was actually on like a demo disc for the OG Gran Turismo on PS One, um, and I remember they had like the time trials to get uh, like the first license or whatever, and then you could unlock some cars and do some races, and then it had the time trial to get the next license. And I tried that thing for months before really realizing that, uh, oh, it's a demo. They like they don't want me to beat this time. I don't think <laughs> they don't want me to advance any further. Um, uh, those license tests are notoriously tough at hmm. a certain point. The, the first wave of them, like the beginner through intermediate, you can pretty much get gold on no problem. But at a certain point, you really have to be perfect to be getting gold. Yeah, which is a struggle. Well, <laughs> Ryan, that's a gold pick from you. I think that's a great choice. Um, Thanks, buddy. Two real solid driving games, SnowRunner and Gran Turismo 5. Uh, now we go back to Preston, whose second pick of Cruisin Exotica was already spoiled by Travis. Cruisin Exotica. <laughs> it's going to be Mario Kart 8. Now, deluxe I don't, you, are you, version? Are you getting the deluxe? God, this is, I hate this, this version of this rule. Whatever the latest version of this game is. Uh, does that include okay. the expansion pass DLC? That yes, includes the expansion pass. Uh, Great pick. So, yeah, that was part of it. We were discussing maybe just like Mario Kart as a block uh, and Mario Kart, but we decided do individual games and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, having all of the tracks from, obviously, the base Mario Kart 8, a bunch of new tracks, uh, the Season Pass stuff that I think is still being updated currently, uh, and it is fantastic. It's a ton, a ton of classic maps that are all, re -up, or all updated with these great graphics uh, and sort of like new mechanics. It's we a ton of fun. There's a lot to do. Huh? We should play those some night. Should we should definitely play that. I haven't played any of those. I just got the expansion pass to play Ocarina of Time for Hello Hyrule. So, Ooh, my only be, issue with these games, the new maps. Oh, my only issue with these games really is like the unlock system. Uh, whenever you first start Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, you really have everything available. You're getting unlocks that are like for your car and parts and things like that throughout. But really, characters' maps are available in full for most of the characters. And that annoyed me. Like, I wanted some sort of means of progression. And you have to get through all the 50s to get to the 100s to get to the 150s and things like that. Which I think I really miss from the past Mario Karts. But, I mean, it makes sense that they would have it kind of just all unlocked. This is much more for families and children that just want to hop in and play the game and not be gated by like just artificial uh you know 
yeah wins are they uh are they still doing the the 200 cc too for all these new tracks i think so okay that feels like i, I when they first introduced that um because 150 cc like it's a great challenge i think it's a really solid ai difficulty level i know there's the rubber banding issues there but um 200 is like ridiculous like there are points where you actually do have to break for a change because otherwise you're gonna go flying into walls or flying off the track like the the 200 cc speed is no joke yeah it's pretty absurd yeah um i think that's a great pick uh you picked a great mario kart game uh and now i'm gonna pick the best mario kart game which of course is mario kart double dash Come that on, yeah, that's the the one that I had. Come on, decision, right? yeah, I had it on there. <laughs> you had you made me destroy my own bit because I had to correct this grievous error. Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash is the best uh, Mario Kart game. Just being able to pick a pair of characters for your cart was such a like a unique twist on that series. Um, the different combined attacks that you could do, being able to hold an item for the first time. Uh, and Hold of course, it? Baby Park. Baby Park, best course in the game. I love it so much. Baby Park is in Mario Kart 8. Well, I know that, but it was introduced <laughs> here, I believe. I think Double Dash was the first time we saw it. That um, needs to be the final expansion of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, is just bring in the Double Dash mechanic. Completely overhaul yeah. the game. What I'd really like is uh, to merge what Ryan loves about Gran Turismo. Give me a 500 lap baby park race where i can race for four to eight hours on baby park at a time with friends um we used to do like hundred stock uh smash brothers fights in college all the time oh yeah uh where it's just like two straight hours of smash bros and i would absolutely love that in mario kart like let us do a hundred laps uh endurance races that would be so much fun um but yeah double dash ryan i know you agree with this pick too is the best mario kart game do you have some memories from that one Oh yeah, absolutely. This is the first. This was my first Mario Kart. Uh, I I had the Nintendo systems beforehand, but I never got any of the Mario Karts until this one. I have a, a lot of memories with Double Dash. Uh, it's the only Mario Kart I had on my potentials list. Uh, just it's so good, so good. It it's the one that stands out the most because it's the one that did the most different. But it's still yeah. like regardless of that fact, it's one of the best Mario Karts even without that. So mm-hmm. that also that added on is just you know. I looked it up to confirm because you look concerned when I said as if it was a fact that Double Dash was the first place Baby Park showed up. It is, in fact, uh, the first sighting. It then also was in DS, which came out around the same time, I believe. Um, also a fantastic And then Mario, Mario, Mario Kart 8 and Deluxe, yeah. Um, DS, a great one to play on the go. Uh, mm-hmm. Travis, uh, we're back to you for your second and third picks. Uh, interesting that you should mention... Uh playing games uh, on the go great yeah playing games on the go um uh have y'all heard of this little game it came out in uh the sixth century uh chess mm, okay uh i'll be taking chess okay my second pick so um, i get it of course but uh for preston and for the listeners uh, could you explain how this qualifies as a driving game, Travis? Uh, well, did you know that you can play games in your Tesla? <laughs> uh, and that wow. at the end of 2022, uh, 
they added the ability to play any game on Steam to your Tesla. So that's why Star Wars Episode One uh, makes my list here. But <coughs> for the rest, I'll be taking games that you were able to play on Tesla before uh, you were able to play on Steam. So yeah, chess. Uh, see, it's a great, great to play. You can uh, make your move at a stoplight. <laughs> it's not a, uh, it's not like speed chess, time-based thing. You know, you just get to play against the AI. So you know you're at a stoplight, or there's nobody around you. You know, you really can take time to consider your move and and make your move while you're driving. I want to have is in shambles PV- right now. <laughs> I want to have PVP against the Tesla next to you at the light. That would be great. <laughs> you just end up following them home. <laughs> this feels illegal. You don't think Magnus Carlson plays chess in his Tesla? Come on, man. When I'm just saying, I think it feels dangerous for you to promote this, uh, and we should not allow it. This is a riding game, this is not a... a driving game. Mm. Oh, oh, no, no, see, see, I'm saying stoplights. Okay. Only at stoplights that are red and stop signs where you're not delaying anybody. I think that's so specific. That's still very illegal. (laughs) Uh, So I'm, I'm confused. So the chess game is built into the Tesla. Like you played on the dash or something. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like on the the console Tesla screen. Yes. Interesting. Uh, as well as Star Wars Episode One Racer. Right, right. Um, and my next pick. <laughs> he's, he's moving on before we can criticize chess <laughs> uh, anymore. <laughs> Cuphead, in which you do drive a plane, which you can do while <laughs> you drive a your plane? Tesla. Yeah, I think you fly a plane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you also drive it, right? Flying, driving. Does the plane in Cuphead land at any point? Uh, Definitely not. It's gone one bit too far, this man. Am I driving my point home? Um, It took 73 episodes, but we finally found the line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look... I will take the Tesla driving as a driving game over you saying a plane in a game that makes it a driving game. You wouldn't wait, wait until I picked Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I, uh, this is illegal, right? <laughs> this is not, well, I mean, we, I hate we, to break it to you, but I don't have any other lists. So. <laughs> I feel like we leave this up to our to our guests to decide. I feel like this is Ryan's call. Do we want to allow Cuphead? Uh, because A, you fly a plane in the game, and B, you could drive, try it in your Tesla at stop signs or red lights when no one else is behind you. See, I, I'm also more okay with the Tesla chess than I am Cuphead flying. I, I do feel like the people should be allowed to vote. I, and can yeah. we, for this draft, can we provide negative votes um, for people to <laughs> wow. vote against Travis? <laughs> wow. I think Travis would honestly love that. Uh, yeah. Actually. <laughs> hey, look, 
I managed to get uh, first pick without having to win an episode. So, like, I'm already <laughs> riding that high, baby. That's fair. Sure. That's very fair. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess we're gonna let it stand. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian, what's your third pick? My golly, <laughs> just moving on, just pushing past it. Uh, my third pick is one that I, I thought travis would seriously consider just because i know he's a fan of it um even while doing his bit like i was considering episode one racer despite my golf bit um and that is uh rocket league is what i'll be taking for my third game uh kind of surprised it lasted this long to be honest but uh that was a game that came out and just like took you know the gaming community by storm it's just like i mean it's it's soccer in cars. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, see, that's it. That's the pitch. The, the uh, thing is... 1v1 um, up to 4v4. They've added modes in the years since where you can play you know, hockey in cars and basketball in cars. And they, they keep uh, innovating on the original design. And, and most of them have been pretty fun. Um, I played it a lot when it first came out. Uh, not nearly as much as, as Travis uh, and Quo, I think. But uh, put in like probably... 20 30 hours of it and just it's always a blast it's always a good time um the thing there is we don't uh, know if there's anything inside the car actually driving it um so (laughs) you still say you're driving a remote control car yeah you would still say you're driving it if it's remote control uh, Cuphead. (laughs) as someone in the remote control hobby actually um it has an antenna so, Travis, if we were to allow this very controversial pick I'm making, uh, could you maybe share with us your your feelings on Rocket League, though, in general? Rocket League is uh, excellent. It's t- To me, it, it is almost the best soccer game because, like, what you're simulating is being the foot kicking the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's really, the, like, because, you know, as you progress, it becomes so much about the way in which you hit the ball and how you transfer momentum and the level of control you have over your car and like the angle you approach at, or even, you know, you can, you can do ale run rolls. Uh, and it's, it's just extremely well done. The skill ceiling is absurdly high. It mm-hmm. still hasn't been reached even after all these years of really, really high level play. Uh, and it's a blast to watch as well. Uh, uh, I, I'll allow it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, very good eSport for sure. I I got to a point where I was like getting pretty good at like playing angles or passing the ball to teammates by rolling through the corner and letting them slam it in. And I was like, this is like we're getting up there skill level wise. I'm starting to get real good at this game. And then you go on Reddit and you see someone see air dribbling for like 40 <laughs> straight seconds before barely tapping it into the goal. And it's just, it's absolutely nuts what people have done with this game. That um, stuff is hypnotic to yeah, watch. It's it is very so fun. Beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the pick rocket league controversial. Sure. It's not a, uh, you know, cuphead that's for sure. But um, we'll move it along to uh, Ryan. I'm just kidding. We'll move it along to Preston for his third pick. Trying to start a fight in here. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's I'm going to go with, I've been doing some pretty good arcade stuff. Uh, so I'm going to stick with that to the most 
modern, one of the more modern versions of an arcade game that I don't know ever got an arcade release. Split Second mm. um, came out in uh, while I was in college. So however many years ago that was, 2009, 2008-ish, 30, 30, 40. Uh, back when tuition was just a couple dollars. No, no, only <laughs> about $50,000 worth. All right. Uh, so the split second is very much an arcade racer where you are zooming around a track and as you are going there are levolutions where the level changes uh i know at one point there's like a plane crash that comes in and just destroys the track as you're driving on it and so it'll throw you and you'll start just like having to go on these off tracks so for the first lap the trap the track is a track it's normal and then after that first lap, everything starts getting destroyed and it just progressively gets more and more uh, destroyed as you're driving through it. And so it really turns like a normal driving game into a very like intense adrenaline fueled experience as you're driving through these tracks. And it's all very bombastic and it's very uh, Michael Bay throughout. You, it does like after you've played each track, you know, 10 times you're not going to be surprised by anything anymore of course by the time you're at the end of the game but it still never really loses its very fun adrenaline fueled experience uh, and it, it's a ton of fun and i really really wish they would do a remake or an update uh so bad and they need to bring it back that that's such a cool idea of the track evolving over the course of the race um I'm kind of surprised we haven't, and maybe it is out there and I just don't know about it, but I'm surprised we haven't really seen that kind of iterated on in other ways. Um, does it, does it, so I think you kind of answered this where you said the 10th time, you're not really surprised, um, but is the breaking at all random or does it break in the same way every single it's time? It's always the same. Okay. It's very scripted, very much. Gotcha. Uh, you're going to see the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, sure. But, and it's one of those fun party games, a lot like Mario Kart, where you bring new people in throw them down in front of the console and they've never experienced it and they don't know what split second is and it just blows their mind uh, mm -hmm. and so that's a really fun experience to share with others at a party ryan a lot of nodding over there are you familiar with this one too yeah played a lot of split second as a kid uh it, absolutely solid pick it's definitely it's on my long sense. list or yeah you know i was uh, preston i'm younger <laughs> than you all right it's okay it happens you know it's just a circumstance of birth i mean literally uh <laughs> check out the young gun in here showing you up old timer <laughs> uh and uh to your point brian i think we still see uh things change but it's way more subtle i don't think anything's been uh, as like brazen and brash as split second has like uh gran turismo 7 as much as uh, i will talk shit on that game every opportunity i'm given uh, it does have a very cool feature where the weather can be dynamic and changing. So every time you do the same race, the weather's different. Mm. Uh, and while that's subtle, that does affect things greatly in a simulator like Grand Turismo. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Great pick, Preston. Uh, now we do go to Ryan, and he's got two in a row here, his third and fourth. That's right. All right. I think for my third pick, this might be my most, potentially my pick with the most broad appeal. I'll be taking Burnout Paradise. Never heard Sweet. of it. Good game. Uh, we, I think, if it's you a were a game. gamer in the era, you have memories. That game is an absolute blast. The fact that it is as much as a uh, 
you know, loving to get to part of the reason I love car games is getting to build my cars and customize them and f picking exact ones from real life. So the fact that uh, Burnout Paradise is just, you know, uh, more like generalized classes and no real brands, uh, just it uh, it puts things on a more simple score, you know, than some of the more broad games with too many options. The, it's all it's all boiled down and then it's just carnage. There's nothing quite like uh, crashing into something in Burnout Paradise or any of the Burnout games. <laughs> or watching, nudging someone off the uh, road and watching them go fl flying behind you. Uh, former Draft Punks winner uh, Nick Benunu smashed a controller, uh, throwing it into our metal apartment door uh, <laughs> after doing a very long race. And this was before they had added the feature where you could just teleport back to the beginning of the race if you uh, lost it. Mm -hmm. Uh and so it was a very, very long drive back to the, the starting line for that. And we had beat most of the other races at that point. So, it, and he just hucked it across the room and it shattered. Uh, we actually like collected all the pieces and kept it in a Ziploc bag. That we, like moved around with us for a long time. Uh, just because it was like such a good memory, honestly. That's excellent. Um, this is a great pick. It's not one I've played, but it is one I've seen played um, and looks very fun. I think this is, yeah, like you said, broad appeal on this one. We'll probably win you a couple of votes alone. Um, but what are you following it up with? What's number four? Number four is a game where, boy, if you like the carnage of Burnout Paradise and you want to see something even more realistic and more carnage-y, BeamNG.Drive. That's the one. This. <laughs> you were playing this last night. This is a simulator of sorts, but it sets out to simulate all acting parts of a car at the same time. So everything, it's every not. part of the car is uniquely modeled inside the game engine. So when you have an accident, each oh. part takes damage individually and can affect the car the way the individual part would actually affect the car. Oh, wow. So is this the game you would say then with like the most realistic crashing? Yeah, I would say yeah. most realistic crashing, most realistic uh, like mechanical sense behind the vehicles because they really work the way they work in real life pretty much. Uh, uh, is this a game you pl can play with your wheel? Yes. Oh, I did not Do know you? that. Yeah. Do you own a racing wheel, uh, Ryan? I assume you uh, I have two right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get rid of one. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have for years. I've had uh, I've had a wheel since the PS3 era era when I was playing uh, Gran Turismo Five. Okay. So I up I upgraded uh, beginning of last year, if I remember right. And I think it should be said that Beam and G Drive like is a toolbox kind of setup initially, so you can add a ramp somewhere into this flat landscape and just yeah. send cars off yeah. the ramp and watch them get total. Like it's very much <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like a playground so of destruction. That's excellent. There's like real world maps that you can populate with AI and have car accidents. You can go to like big flat landscapes and build whatever, or they have a pre-built up uh, like grid map with like loop-de-loops and big ramps. I was going to say, are there loop-de-loops? <laughs> yeah, of course. Has to be. 
Uh, but it's really like you can overheat your car just from redlining it for too long. Like name another car game where that happens. Well, that would actually do that to you. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I need to check this out. I've never heard of this game before, so that's very cool. Um, I, I found out about it from some. Also, there's some great YouTube community content who's making just hilarious stuff in BeamNG. Uh, just search around. There's a good few channels that are like they've got silly races where they modify the car in some way. I watched one yesterday that was a it's a go kart race, but every lap the car gets like a hundred percent more powerful. So by the end, it's like a fifteen hundred horsepower go kart going around the track. <laughs> That's dope. Um, so so the other like super real and how uh, sorry how old is this game? Oh my god, I think it first launched in like twenty thirteen. It's okay. still in really its second phase of beta. It got up to I want to say like <laughs> zero point six, and then they did a whole remaster on it, and currently we're at like zero point two seven. Oh my gosh! Because the I was gonna say the other like super realistic game I know that people play with their racing wheels and stuff is the iRacing, um, and I was wondering like how this compares to that in terms of like popularity and and realism. See, uh, iRacing is if it. I lean towards Assetto Corsa, which is it's iRacing or Assetto Corsa are like the two really big uh, okay. racing simulators. I would say you're getting more of a game in something like iRacing or Assetto Corsa. There's like scenarios and things to do in BeamNG, but really BeamNG is still early access, proof of concept, like the engine works that simulates all the in the same way that like spin tires and mud runner are games but they're really proof of concepts for the mud physics yeah uh, this one is like a proof of concept for modeling cars part by part instead of as a whole yeah so bmng is almost it's almost more of like a platform where you can like go and do stuff you have to <laughs> kind of make your own fun as opposed to the other games where it's more set up to play yeah exactly okay. Gotcha. Very cool. Thank you for the the education on that stuff because I've I've always been curious about it because uh, I know during COVID when they couldn't you know do the in person NASCAR races and stuff a lot of those guys were doing like i racing events and stuff instead. Um, I think if you have uh, to nerd out about wheels for a minute, so I have a yeah. belt drive wheel. So there's a motor that drives a belt that actually turns the wheel. If you have one of the very high end direct drive belts, which mm -hmm. just the wheel is directly attached to the electric motor. Those things can hit like 30 Newton meters of torque, which is mm -hmm. enough yep. to break bones if you catch your arm in the wheel the wrong way Sheesh. and you have it on full blast. Okay. So <laughs> absolutely, that's a positive way to train if you have a rig set up for it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but I would not attach a wheel like that to a table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> uh, all right. Preston. Uh we move on to you, sir, your fourth pick. Yeah, I think this is a good spot for a self-plug real quick. Um, we're going to start doing YouTube videos where we're going to do gameplay impressions and discussion, but like really short ones. Uh, we've got some coming out this week. I think Beam and G Drive, Ryan, we should like mm. get something made and have it yeah. come out with this episode. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I think that would be really fun and just do a quick 20-minute this is what it is. Come check it out and see. Um, so if you're listening, it look, may exist. Look for that on the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, go to, go to our uh, Real Draft Punks YouTube channel and check yeah. out the Beam and G Drive. But that's not why you're here. You'll go to the YouTube for that. 
Real draft fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're here for my fourth pick. And my fourth pick is going to be, man, I feel like this is getting real rough. Crazy Taxi. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. good pick. Yeah. Crazy Taxi. Arcade, huh? If you're going arcade, like. Yeah. yeah. It's It was another one. It was in the ice house that we would go to. It was a regular play for uh, whenever we go to the arcade. Super fun. Really silly. Don't play the remake. Uh, but if <laughs> anyone that has never played arcade uh, or Crazy Taxi, you are a taxi and you're going around and you're picking up people and dropping them off at their destinations. And getting there and back is super wild and goofy and silly. Uh, and it's just got like very boat like physics on the car where you swing so hard and it's very it's not exactly like super responsive, but it's not supposed to be. It kind of drives you into uh, more ridiculous scenarios by making the driving worse. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun. It was really funny as a child. Um, and I don't know how much of that holds up now, but it, it was a it was a good time in the arcade. And again, I think that was on Dreamcast, right? That was like a an exclusive console release on Dreamcast. I yeah, believe. that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had our, our Dreamcast. Uh, that was like the one game we had. <laughs> we played all yeah. the time. Is that? That and Sonic Adventure, pretty much. <laughs> Super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, unless you're playing the original, maybe updated with some mods, if that exists, uh, it's don't go for this remake that they made recently. <laughs> it's supposed to be just awful. All right. Uh, for my fourth pick, uh, little known fact, when I was in middle school and high school, I was actually super into... Uh, NASCAR. Just recently, I started watching the F1 Drive to Survive stuff, um, and I'm, I'm I can already tell I'm going to be uh, an F1 fan. I saw a list today comparing the F1 teams. Ryan, I know you're into this stuff too, to NFL teams, and I have just started season two where they talk about Mercedes more, um, and I'm like, oh, I hate these guys. They're terrible. And then this list I saw compared them to the Patriots. <laughs> I said, oh no. <laughs> now you know how the rest of us feel, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but but I was a huge NASCAR fan. My aunt uh Irene got me really into it and I love Terry Labonte. And so um for years, every single year, the NASCAR game used to come out just like Madden, just like NHL. There was always a NASCAR game every year. Um specifically I am picking NASCAR ninety-eight. Um I'm picking that one specifically for a single reason and it is a cheat code that exists in the game where if you go into the statistics menu and you held down all four of the top buttons l1 l2 r1 and r2 for a few seconds you would hear an engine revving sound uh you could then go into any race and uh, start the race and if you held down i think it was the triangle button you would immediately start shooting paintballs out of the front of your car <laughs> that as soon as they made contact with another vehicle, it would just completely lose control and spin out. Um, so my goal then became to do 500 laps on, you know, Bristol or Martinsville, the shortest tracks in the game, and just absolutely destroy everyone and win by like 20 laps by the end of the race. So, um, yeah, uh, I was a, I was a weird kid. But... <laughs> But NASCAR 98, I, I used to buy those games every single year, but that's the one that stood out for me because of that. 
There, there's uh, one other year of NASCAR game I would have accepted, Brian. Mm, what's up? Any guesses? I don't. I haven't played there's enough a lot of, them. of NASCAR years. Though. Yeah, 2003. Okay, what's the specific for that one? Uh, it's just the one I have the most nostalgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my my so I, I my aunt got me really into it. I remember this specifically because the reason I liked Labonte was because the year I got into it was the year he won, which was '96. And he had won in, like, 84 and set the record for most years between titles. And I was like, this is so cool. This old guy, he can still hang. He wins a title. Uh, like, never seriously competed again after he won the title that year. He Like, he would he was there for, like, maybe another seven, eight years. I think he still held, holds the record or held it for a very long time for most consecutive races. Um, so, and I co- used to collect, you know, the Hot Wheels, and I had every single version of his card every different paint scheme that came out i would go out and buy it so um i was a huge fan of his for for a long time but i kind of fell off after he retired i liked jimmy johnson for a while but um you know i I guess i'm a front runner when it comes to my nascar phantom (laughs) i just like the guys that are winning a lot was could never get into jeff gordon though gotta say (laughs) ryan's shaking his head in disappointment (laughs) a little bit (laughs) I'm fine with Labonte, but Johnson, ugh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know much about him personally or what kind of guy he was off the track, so that's my defense. But It's fair. Um, all right, so NASCAR 98. That's enough NASCAR talk. That's probably the most NASCAR talk we'll ever have on Draft Punk. Uh, Travis, sir, you have two picks in a row to finish your list. Yeah, so with this one, I'm here to win Preston's vote back. Okay. It's going to be I know, very difficult. I know he's really upset with me, <laughs> but I really feel like this should smooth things over. Uh, for my next driving game, I'm going to take Stardew Valley. <laughs> what? <the> In which. <laughs> <laughs> yet another game you can play in your Tesla. Oh, my God. <laughs> Also, you can drive a, a minecart uh, while playing Junimo Kart. <laughs> okay, I can allow for that. So yeah, that's <laughs> like that's the question: is what percentage of the game has to be driving based? Is it just if you drive at any point in the game, it's a driving game? Because I feel like the term "driving game" makes it sound like the game is centered on driving. Oh, but what if you play it while you're driving? Mm, true, true. Didn't think of that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is another game... one you'd pop in in your Tesla? Yeah, you water your plants uh, mm-hmm. while you're at the stoplight. <laughs> the first stoplight, and then at the second stoplight, you go and harvest, harvest right. uh, the, the stuff that's uh, that's already grown. Uh, and then at the third stoplight, you can drop it off at the at the selling box mm-hmm. to make sure that you make your money, um, so on and so forth. You know. And then by that point, the day would be over. You'd have to go back and go to sleep. You may. Oh no! You you points. pause it. You you pause it when you leave the stop ah. sign, so you're not doing anything unsafe. At which stoplight do you uh, romance Abigail? Abigail. I don't. <laughs> Uh, I, I I looked I, up who's the most uh, romance character in Stardew. Oh. They had her as the best romance in the game, uh, according uh, to I'm an, DualShockers.com. I'm an yeah, I'm an Emily main. She's number two on the list. Um, so there you go. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, mostly, mostly, I just don't want. I want Clint to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Wanting to get with Emily, like to cut cut the incel behavior out. Wow. I recently married Penny, um, but I really mm. want to one divorce her and then sacrifice to the witch in order to make her forget that we ever had a relationship and have the witch come take our child because I'm sick of that thing. Yeah, is that a wait? Uh, is that a thing you can do in this game? Well, no, no. It de- the witch, the witch doesn't take your child per se. She just turns it into a dove. See? Wait, hold on. It's fine. Hold on. Hold on. Is this actually a thing you can do in this game? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. You're not screwing with me. No. Like I, no. I've never gotten past like the two hour mark in Stardew yeah. before I've lost it's... my mind. So. It's how you this reset relationships, real. so that way if you marry yeah. someone you didn't want to marry, you can... That is so mm. wild. Wow. Did you know about yeah, that, Yeah, if only it worked like that no in the idea. real world, huh? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Rachel, sure that's, yeah. that's the short right there, Preston. <laughs> uh, okay. Stard, uh, Stardew Valley, fourth pick, driving uh. games. Got it. Uh, what's the fifth one, Travis? <laughs> So now on this list is contained a game called Beach Buggy Racing 2, which, you know, would would really fi- fulfill the criteria. Uh, but instead, I think I'm going to take the 1979 classic, Asteroids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is honestly one you- of the best, uh, or at least most most adhering to the point of the list picks you've made so i'm i'm fine with this oh wait so you drive a spaceship but you don't drive a plane (laughs) i'm sorry i push back against this premise you drive both of those things they call it the drive engine Mm. Mm. you're using the drive the hyperdrive yeah uh you know, you can really only get a little bit in at each stop sign or stoplight here, you know. So it's uh it's a little bit it's a little bit tougher of the ones on this list to really make progress in. Um but you know, it's a great time to play while you're driving. Mm. Mm-hmm. In my car beep beep, I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh uh, draft of uh, car songs. That's uh... <laughs> mm. oh, that Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Um, uh, did you know? You re- do you guys remember that Volkswagen commercial? Yeah, yeah, v- vaguely. Yeah, did you know that that's uh, Tony Hale, but one Buster Bluth from Arrested Development? Really? Oh. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'd in have that to go commercial. Back and watch it. Yes. So when Buster gets his hook stuck in the dashboard of the stair car while listening to Mr. Roboto. It's actually a reference to that commercial. Ah, okay. Like very, very deeply very layered. Yeah. yeah. If only he had been in a Tesla, this would be a lot more applicable to my bit. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds to me like you're veering off topic in order to distract us from the fact that you just picked asteroids as your fifth pick. Preston, you know what? As you... America's shown time after time, we're going to leave this in the hands of the voters and they're going to sort this thing out. I find that. Oh, yeah, uh... it's always good sorted out. In, in asteroids, I tend to do worse when I start driving. I like I'm fine if I can keep That's my ship. That's why you in pause the, the game before you start. Driving. <laughs> I keep my ship in the in the middle of the screen. I'm okay, but as soon as I have to move out of the way of a larger asteroid, that's that's when the trouble starts. <laughs> um, it's a that's an interesting list you've you've made there, Travis. I, I'll give you that. 
I I can't wait to go into the vote with all three of your guys' votes. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm really stoked about that. Um, goodness gracious, uh, I I'm tempted to do one that that is kind of a Stardew Valley like pick where there is driving that happens in the game, but it's not what the game is about. Um, just pick golf story, man. I feel like I've adhered pretty well to actually following the rules of the list, though, so I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to go uh, with a, a another PS1 game here. Um, Destruction Derby. Mm. Ah, thank you, Ryan. I'm glad. I was worried this was going to be met with confused looks. So, <laughs> uh, um so this this is a yeah one of the first games that we got on our PS1 Destruction Derby is a uh, racing game slash Destruction Derby game. Think uh, you know going to your your local county monster truck rally Destruction Derby. Um, and what was cool about it was it actually had like a fully developed uh, season career mode type thing where you could you could create a racer. They had other racers in the game that went with you from race to race as you know similar to. Mario Kart in that sense, like you would see the same drivers over and over again in the races with you. And it was always, there would be a destruction derby where you could earn points by uh, lasting long enough in the derby and knocking out other cars. And then they would always follow that up with a race. So you'd kind of go back and forth so that one mode or the other didn't get too stale. Um, And it is a a PS1 game. I'm sure if I went back to it now, it would definitely be showing its age. Um, but I just remember having a blast for hours on end with that game as a kid. It was just so much fun, like purposely going and crashing the car into other vehicles and trying to drive backwards and, and use the reverse so that you were not doing a major <laughs> damage to the hood and the engine. Um, Ryan, have you actually played this one or you just know it by reputation? No, I dabbled with it. I remember here's a here's a blast from the past. I remember renting this from a blockbuster for my N64. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh so I did, I never got too far in the uh in the career mode or anything but I do remember playing uh Destruction Derby a little bit a few times for sure. Yeah, they made sequels for it too um but I I've never touched those. I've only played the original one unfortunately. So I don't know if they're as good or not. It looks like there's a a Destruction Derby 2 and then a Destruction Derby Raw as well. But this original Destruction Derby was pretty close to the launch uh Back in uh, 1995 is when it first released. Um, but it came out on PlayStation and 64, as you mentioned, as well as uh, MS-DOS and the Sega Saturn. <laughs> so The MS-DOS actually had online multiplayer, it says here on the wiki, which for 1995, uh, interesting. I wonder how well that worked. <laughs> <laughs> As good as you would expect. Yeah. So so that's my final pick here, Destruction Derby. Um, Preston, we go to you for the penultimate pick. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. I was, I was kind of thinking this whole time. I'm surprised a Forza game has not been chosen yet, all the way to the fifth round. Uh, I've, I've always been really interested in picking one of these up. I just never have. But they seem fantastic from everything i hear so i fully expect to pick up the next forza game whenever it comes out i i'm gonna i'm sure i'm really gonna like that and have a great time uh i thoroughly enjoyed forza horizon 5 i thought it was really cool and it's super fun i will say the arcadey nature of the races 
Uh, there's something about it that doesn't keep me coming back or wanting to progress as much. And it might be that the progression and the car uh, unlocking is too, like, uh, generous. And so you just are constantly, like, being thrown, you know, the flashy dopamine music hits uh, all the time. And I, I think that that hurts the loop of progression a little bit whenever it comes to that, those games. But uh, so I do think that the mainline Forza is probably a step above. But Forza Horizon 5 is a great across the board. Anyone's going to really have a great time playing it. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of the races are still nail-bitingly close. Uh, it's tuned well, but it, it something about it. I don't know. I fell off. I played it a lot when it first came out, and then I fell off very hard and just am not interested in going back to it. Uh, it's a panic pick for sure. And now that I'm like talking through it, I'm like talking myself out of the pick, but it's too late. It's locked in. Write it down. Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> I think Ryan likes this pick. He's all right with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I do like this pick. Forza Horizon 5 is a good time. I also played played it hot and heavy and then fell off pretty hard, but I, I think it floats that line between arcade and simulator in a really nice way. Uh, I do feel the uh, the dopamine kind of burnout that Preston mentioned, uh, and I, I think they do that partially because there's so many cars you can get. Yeah and not all of them you can buy, so they want you to feel like you are getting stuff constantly, but a lot of times, like, hey, here's a new t-shirt for your character that you never see, because you're always mm -hmm. looking out the window or over the back of the car. Like, I don't know. It's But but it does feel really good. Uh, match Hopefully matchmaking got a little better, because when we were playing, matchmaking was a little inconsistent, but I mean, as long as you were in with your friends, absolutely. Great time. And uh, Preston, just because you said you'll be playing the next Forza, We'll be playing the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited um, for it. I, I want to get back into the, one of those games really hot and heavy, and it, it's been a while. If someone was going to pick up uh, Forza as a newcomer, not asking for anyone in particular, maybe myself, um, would you recommend the Mainline series or the Horizon series as a better entry point? Do you find yourself enjoying arcade-style racing games more yeah, or simulator-style racing games more? Mm. Uh, okay. And that's what the decision would be. I would have to I would have to do some inner soul searching, I feel like. Yeah. Uh to really think about that. Because but I, it's yeah, when I when I was in my NASCAR, like I was really into the simulator stuff. Um but but yeah, more recently probably the more arcadey, which would be the horizon, I assume. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting stuff. All right. Well, that was the penultimate pick. Now the ultimate pick. Ultimate. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? The game to close out the list. I was putting my list together and, you know, I went through my Steam library. I went through my brain library and then I did a couple Google searches just to make sure I wasn't missing something from my memory. And during one of those searches, there was a single photo that unlocked a whole quadrant of my memory that I forgot about in a Leisure little game. No. <laughs> How dare you, Preston? <laughs> Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Mm, yes. Yes. Excellent pick, sir. Excellent. Yeah. I saw one screenshot and I was like, oh my God. Oh, God. And I can remember dozens of hours spent on my, here's a phrase that you don't utter too often anymore, family computer uh, <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing Need for Speed uh, 3 Hot Pursuit. God, it just, 
little pixelated that it was, it felt so good. It was always fun to run from the cops. It handled great. I I I should see if that game's on Steam, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I I mean, I enjoyed being the cops and like getting to call in this the spike strips and the roadblocks and stuff. That was super fun. Also, yeah, I mean, the whole game is yeah. just they it, did it, it's so good. That's a great pick. Yeah, as soon as I looked it up and saw that cover of the uh, the car being chased by the police car, like that's yes. Oh. Yeah, the, it's mm-hmm. a Lamborghini Diablo on the cover. It says here, uh, yeah, just an iconic cover. Great, great pick. This is this is one I did not think of either, but love it. I think between that and your Burnout Paradise pick, like you have a corner on teenage nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, those are mm-hmm. both huge for that era. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great choice. Uh, all right, we have reached the end of the road we are crossing the finish line here uh so uh next step up is we uh recap our lists and then we will do our host vote and then we can go through any honorable mentions we still have i know ryan probably has a ton uh, based on the number of lists that he has so uh but travis you had the first pick tonight so we will start with you sir if you could give us your list one more time uh, yeah, my driving game list is as follows. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Episode One Racer. Great pick. Chess, great pick. Uh, Cuphead. What? Stardew Valley. Hmm. And Asteroids. <laughs> yes. Are we drafting All again? games you can play while driving your Tesla. While at stop signs and stoplights in, in your Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could just apply that to any... Uh, list we do from here on out in the future it's like well but if i'm doing it in a tesla it qualifies <laughs> uh i took <coughs> a hearty cough um no i took uh we golf uh mario kart double dash rocket league nascar 98 and destruction derby uh preston what's on your list cruising yeah Cruising USA, Exotica, uh, Mario Kart Eight, Deluxe, se- se- Mario Kart Eight Deluxe with <laughs> all Deluxe. additional add-ons. Uh, uh, Crazy Taxi was that the next one or was Split Second next? Either way, split I got Crazy Taxi and Split Second, and then Forza Horizon Five. Why do I even make these spreadsheets? Golly. I don't have a link to that spreadsheet. You yet. do. It's in the driving channel, sir. Uh, yeah. Ryan. Rest in. Ryan, uh, remind us one more time of your superior list. I've got SnowRunner, Gran Turismo 5, Burnout Paradise, BeamNG.Drive, and Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Excellent. And if you could just go ahead and start the clean sweep of votes for Travis. Um now let us let us know whose list besides your own that you will be voting for here. This is a tough one. Uh honestly, Forza, I was really leaning towards you, Brian, until Preston pulled out Forza Horizon five. That's fair. Um And now is... you're gonna give it to me because you can't pick. I understand. <laughs> uh let's see here. I mean Brian has the superior Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. I think Brian has the simulator that Preston is missing. Brian's list is a little more rounded out than Preston's, but I mean Preston has some of those arcade classics. Okay, but he's got a golf game on his list. I know, yeah, you know what? Makes sense. <laughs> you drive it. 
Travis, you don't get to complain about Ryan's <laughs> list. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm talking myself into a vote for Brian this week. Let's go. I love it. Thank you, sir. Um, I really, <laughs> really want to return the favor, but I've only played one game on your list. Uh, and so, yeah, hitting that nostalgia factor harder for me is the Cruise in USA Mario Kart crazy taxi combo. So my vote will be going to Preston. So you might not have gotten Ryan's vote, Preston, but you did get mine. Um, who are you going for, sir? Going for myself. Uh, <laughs> we're just breaking all the rules today. What rules? Okay. <laughs> you guys keep mentioning the rules and I just have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen them. I've never heard about them. They don't exist as far as I'm concerned. Preston, who are you voting for? Travis. <laughs> No, no! <laughs> How dare you, Preston? <laughs> I was right well, to not vote for you. <laughs> that's that's great because I'm going to vote for Ryan, so everyone starts with one vote. Hey. That's great. Just like I predicted earlier in the episode. <laughs> it's it's too good. I've got to go with the, the just the most absurd list, and I think. He may have something here. <laughs> do, you, do you mean that I actually did win your vote by picking Stardew Valley? No, you won my vote because it's a stupid ass list. <laughs> it's got a famous 6th century release chess. <laughs> Still waiting on chess too. There's another short. Uh, it's, it's, out. Brian. it's on Steam. Download it right now. It's, Brian's it's disapproval. so good. The memory. Uh, I just I'm full on uh, Pablo Escobar and Narcos sitting on the <laughs> swing. Like, uh, um, you should have gone with the golf bit, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, while I try to emotionally recover from this, uh, why don't you run us through your hundred uh, honorable mentions that you have? All right, so uh, Driver San Francisco, uh, absolutely yeah. undersung game, really cool story, just a, a really fun one. Euro sure. Truck Sim, you got to mention it. That's a hugely popular game in its uh, you know niche uh, market. Uh, classic Excite Bike. I can't, you know, it's there's so many good games in this. I, I should just rapid fire. It's difficult. Uh, Twisted Metal. Uh, I can't believe no one talked oh, about Twisted Metal. Oh shit! The Crew. Uh, the Crew, absolutely solid uh, option in my mind. Uh, GTA Online or GTA 5, any of the GTAs really, just it, so much driving done in those games. Uh, Assetto Corsa, iRacing, we did talk about. Here's one that, here's my like closest to the, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but Mini Motorways, Brian, I know you were a fan. For a I love while. Mini Metro and Mini Motorways, fantastic yeah. games, yeah. A lot of fun. And then a game I didn't know existed until I was doing research today, or yesterday, uh, but is now in my Steam uh, wish list to be bought soon. My Summer Car, which is a simulator yeah, where you dude. build a car in Finland and then just drive it around and you're constantly fixing it and modifying it. And I can't <sighs> believe you didn't know that didn't exist. I had no that idea. Like, I never I, heard about it. Absolutely, you game. Okay, I know. <laughs> wait, are, there, are there any Transformers games where you drive around as Optimus Prime in semi-truck form? Maybe so. I don't know. That, I think you, probably, I think... that could have been a pick here. Oh. And uh, I think there is a segment of people 
that would be a little upset if we didn't at least mention Trackmania. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, track what about Trackmania trials? and the uh, the Hot Wheels games were on my list just for absurdity of like yeah how fun they are. <laughs> and uh, and one more, this was another personal pick. If uh, if things went differently, Lake, we all I loved that game last year. When I'm kind of surprised that you didn't pick that. I was actually yeah. wondering about that. That for you. is a driving ass driving game. Yeah, there was <laughs> a rendition of this list that had Lake as my fifth pick, and then I saw that picture of Need for Speed Three Hot Pursuit, and I was like, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, no, totally fair. Um, all right, great list. Uh, Preston, do you have any more honorable mentions? Did you just call me a moron? Um, GTA yes. Five. Yep, I had that uh, as well. So, and then. Uh, 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 Blur, which came out the same year as Split Second or right around, and I think Split Second just like blew it out of the water. Uh, I only have it on the list because I thought of it as the inferior Split Second. Uh, and so it went on my list. But uh, <clears throat> then here's a very specific one Tokyo Extreme Racer 3 for the PS2. Ooh. You would drive around and like pull up next to people and then uh, try to like get them to race you and then y'all would take off. Cody had it whenever we were younger and he would like really get into the tuning of the cars. But I would just like while he wasn't playing it, I would go in and race his cars and probably lose a bunch of races and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so it's got really good memories for me. I don't know if it was actually a good game at all. Uh, and then there was. There's a game, and maybe one of y'all remembers it, because I cannot, for the life of me, remember where it. there is a futuristic level that's like a sandbox where you can go around and just kind of like go off ramps and you're trying to get points that are like in the air or something like that. But then it's typically a racing game, but it's just a single level where there's a futuristic sandbox, mm -hmm. and it's very, very cool. Um, and I cannot remember what the game was but it was on like the 64 or something whenever i was a kid so if you're listening and you can find that game and you know what i'm talking about please let me know because i'm i'm dying to remember what that is okay then the last one i would be remiss not to bring up wave runner uh mm. wave race wave race yep uh which greg brought up in the chat but it's uh, you know, I didn't want to pick it because it's not driving. <laughs> You're driving a wave runner. Yeah, I feel like that one would count. How else would you describe what you're doing on the wave runner? Wave runnering. <laughs> wave, wave running. <laughs> wave running. Sailing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess it would be driving. <laughs> Sailing takes me away from where I'm Anyway. Uh, so I had a couple more uh, actual racing games on my list. Uh, one of them, the way uh, Travis talked about the nostalgia for that new lap record in Episode 1 Racer, for me, that was just the Ridge Racer intro. Um, Ridge Racer! And then mm -hmm. hitting those checkpoints. Uh, the other one I had on my list that I never actually owned, but they had it at like an after-school program I used to go to. Um was Wipeout. And I can't remember if we had the original one or uh, 64 or there was also a couple of sequels that looks like. It might have been 2097 that we had. Um, 
but I just remember that game being super fun. That's kind of a, a Star Wars racer like um, where it's like little hover vehicles that you're driving along a track at incredibly quick speeds and like racer has a really good feel for that speed um, as you're going through the track. You do really feel like you're zooming through those tracks. It's very fun. Um, as part of my original bit list to just do golf games, <laughs> I did also have Golf Story, as Travis mentioned, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, and Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2004, um, specifically for some of the custom characters that appeared in that game, and uh, I just put dozens of hours into that one. Um, and then the closest thing I had to a Stardew Valley type pick where driving happens in the game, but it is not what the game is, uh, was uh, some version of the Mass Effect series, potentially the Legendary Edition, so I could get mm, all three. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the driving in that, I thought that one would be funny because the driving is so widely panned in the first game, especially yeah. as being terrible. But the game itself is, you know, a, a classic, a masterpiece. So uh, those are my honorable mentions. Travis, did you have anything left to, to add? Yeah, I've got two. Okay. Uh, one would be F1 Race, which was a Game Boy game uh, that I, for some reason, had two copies of uh, and played a whole lot and was r really bad at. Like, have no fundamental understanding of F1 racing or anything like that. And, yeah, it was just really, really dog at the game. <laughs> uh and then the other one is death stranding uh which for me turns into quite quite a bit of driving as you work on and then complete the road uh yeah you spend a lot of time driving in that game and i love i love making the trip from the beginning of the road all the way up to the end of it in the mountains like uh and I think they actually expanded on the road in the director's cut if i'm not mistaken so i i really got to play that uh, you see, build the road a third time. <laughs> if you had picked Death Stranding, I would have, I would have voted for you. Mm. You did, you did vote for him. Yeah. But I would have also voted for him if. He <laughs> <had> <laughs> okay, gotcha. gotcha. See, gotcha. and I could have picked it under the on Steam stipulation, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really just wanted to keep it to the stuff that was available on Tesla before the right. whole Steam thing mm -hmm. hit. Uh. I do need to say, make a correction. Greg suggested Hydro Thunder, which is very oh, different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very different. Yeah, you yeah. pilot a Hydro. You don't drive a Hydro. Yeah, come on. Obviously. Right. Uh, you do drive a plane, though. Um, <laughs> other other ones from the chat. Uh, we have Bob Backwards with Vigilante 8. Uh, Rob did post Twisted Metal in there. He's going to be very disappointed in us for not picking it, as well as Diddy Kong Racing um yeah yeah we didn't pick a lot of the other mascot racers you know crash or, or spongebob um i also when i saw that vigilante smurf. 8 poster yeah smurf sorry marvel uh when i saw the vigilante 8 uh, uh menu that made me think of uh road rash which was another very popular series when mm -hmm. i was a kid that we did not talk about where you'd ride motorcycles and try to whip other motorcyclists with chains and pipes and other implements of destruction as you Diddy do, Kong Racing. Around. What's Diddy that? Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. We didn't talk about Diddy Kong That's Racing. That's what I, I just, I just, I just said that, Travis. But we didn't talk about the hovercraft. <laughs> <laughs> and how you drive the hovercraft. Are you, are you serious, Derek? You also drive the plane <laughs> in Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, but why male models? Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, 
and and uh i don't know if you want to say mario kart eventually like kind of stole that with uh some of their hover sections that they have in the later games but i mean i'm not trying to start I don't. A, in nintendo controversy I don't here think but that. uh that's I what travis said that. so uh all right so we are done we're at Brian! yeah I was just cursing your name. Oh, thank you. Uh, we are at the end <laughs> of the draft, so the last thing we do before we leave is our plugs. Uh, Ryan, one more time, tell the good people out there everywhere that they can hear your show, sir. Uh, check us out. We're the Friendly Fire Games Pod. Uh, Friendly Fire Pod on Twitch. I believe we're Friendly Fire Games Pod on YouTube. Uh, we've got Gotta Rank Them All as the main show. One Piece, episode two, coming soon. God there is a force in the universe that does not want us to talk about that game. <laughs> that, yeah, we, we heard is similar things about uh, that during our theater rhythm episode with Tactical Dreamer recently. <laughs> We've had to reschedule it like five times now. Uh, <laughs> but we will get together and tell everyone just how bad that game is. <laughs> That's such a bummer because I know uh, a couple of your guys were super high to to get it and play it like it seemed like there was a lot of hype around friendly fire for this game i i mean i was pretty excited because it's the same dev team that made uh dragon quest 11 and i'm a big fan of dragon quest mm. 11 on the switch is like okay this is a team that knows how to make a competent turn-based rpg and uh man did especially in the very end of that game did it really fall flat and then trip over and like punch itself in the face a few times and it's just okay. it's just not okay. good <laughs> Do you want to give me strategy. some minute counts for that last boss fight? The minute count for the yeah. last boss fight? Uh, first phase or second phase? <laughs> oh no! Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it was like uh, fifteen minutes for the first phase and thirty-three minutes for the second phase. So like forty-eight minutes total. That's absurd. And that's like without deaths and stuff. That's just how long it takes to. It's it. just and i was in like a perfect Ugh. rhythm where yeah. like i like i could use i knew exactly what i had to do every time it was just the boss had that much health it Yikes. just took that long to whittle down this was after a full chapter of boss rush yeah uh could you have gone back and like leveled up or anything to have made that quicker or so the from the research i did i was between so uh they wanted your uh, you know, level to be 50 going into that last boss fight. And I was between 50 and 56 with everyone on my squad. Okay. So, I mean, I could have, Ooh. but I don't yeah. know how much good it would have done, you know? Right, right. Yikes. Okay. Um, but yeah, check out, check them out on the uh, Friendly Fire Pod and uh, got to rank them all. Um, excited to see uh, how you guys wrap that up and, and all the surprise episodes and guests that you've got coming up. That's going to be very exciting. Yeah, it'll be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, Travis, do you have anything to plug, sir? Uh, just whatever Preston's about to plug. Excellent. Preston, what do you got for us? Is there something I should be, uh, we have our YouTube starting up. We are doing some videos for YouTube, uh, with gameplay impressions or general gameplay. Uh, and so you're going to see probably, I'm going to commit to just one video a week for now. Uh, I starting out, we're going to have about like four or five <laughs> videos over the course of this week. Um, but then after that, it's going to really limit down a couple of the things that we're doing again, gameplay impressions. We're going to get, uh, theater rhythm, hi-fi rush, beam and G, 
uh, and then Ryan and I are playing through all of the Destiny Lightfall campaign, and I'm condensing our many, many, many deaths into like two minute cutscene or you know montages. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, each time we get a recording, it's like an hour long and it gets condensed to like 20 minutes once you remove all of our repeated tries and deaths. So we're going to be doing that over the course of the next coming weeks. So you can expect one of those videos a week. Um, and then I may bring back a little bit of press X to doubt on the YouTube channel. Hell yeah, brother. So that'll be a short 30 minute thing. It will not be in our podcast feed. It'll only be on the YouTube channel. Excellent. Um, very cool. Very cool. And, uh, we have uh, Jacob McCourt to thank and blame, I feel like, uh, for all of this new content coming out of Draft Bunks <laughs> in a very roundabout way. Our our good friend Jacob, friend of the show, who joined us for Trivia Punks, uh, helped Preston figure out how to apply for a PAX East uh, media badge, which we got. And then I think Preston started feeling like a pretender because we haven't been making a, little a bit. lot of content lately. So he said, let's just flood it. <laughs> Let's put out Let's, all the content in three weeks. Yeah. Uh, before I'm doing packs. some major content farming right now, so that way I can feel comfortable whenever that comes around. Yeah, but yeah. Ryan and I are going to PAX together. Hell yeah! Uh, at the end of March, and so if you're going to PAX, if you want to hear more about PAX, uh, let us know, and we can figure out some. We're going to be doing like vlog-like stuff with that, and giving hopefully daily updates, depending on how my little crappy laptop actually holds up whenever it comes to editing excellent uh that's gonna be very exciting i'm excited to hear more about evolutus uh duality duality uh, hopefully yeah. they show oh, up yeah. at axes yeah. uh so yeah um everything preston just mentioned is great uh he's also been taking it to task on twitch a lot lately they've been playing a lot of destiny 2 in the afternoon so you can find us there at real draft punks if you want to join our Discord server so that you can vote for your favorite list this week or Travis's. any other week. What's that? Vote for Travis's list. Ah, yes. No, don't do that. Uh, that would be a terrible mistake. No. <laughs> vote for whoever you like. Uh, but if you want to vote, uh, check out our Discord, which you can join by going to our Twitter account, at RealDraftPunks. There is a link in the bio. We would love to have you become part of our community. We're always doing... Uh, some fun gaming, uh, movie nights, things like that on there. There's always stuff to do, people to talk to. Um, We have new channels for some of our uh, favorite shows uh, where you can discuss those as well, including How to Waste Your Time, Uh, 99 Questions, the Bob Buell Question Podcast, and uh, how am I forgetting someone? Who am I forgetting? Oh, Trivia Punk, our show. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Preston. Um, but yeah, so come and join us on the Discord. We would love to have you. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to meet you. And we'd love to get your vote. Uh, but that's it for this episode of the show. Uh, Ryan, do you know it yeah. by heart now? I do know it by heart, yeah. Excellent. Let's hear that outro, buddy. Until next week, travelers, be happy, be healthy, and be kind to each other. Next week? When, when do these episodes come out? Preston, often, you told me we once have a week. Episodes All right, since yeah, I'm going to come back here next Saturday Until and we're trapped something. Travelers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness.
until next time we get off our asses and sit down <laughs> on our asses to record an episode, travelers. Wedding. What are you doing? It's a legendary. <laughs> legendary sweat. Right, we're never recording video again. Legendary coming out of my armpits. Okay. <laughs> it's that pit cheese. It's that pit cheese. All right.